still here. Unbelievable. Welcome to We Weren't Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with classmates from my graduating class of Wizzahickon High School, class 2001. My name is Brad Corbett. Welcome. First of all, I just have to thank everybody. Episode 102 got an incredible amount of feedback. Uh, I want to thank Eric again for not just the interview, but sharing the episode and interacting with basically everyone that was commenting on the episode on social media. Um, and I want to thank everyone who is spreading the word about the podcast in general. Uh, literally every day I hear from someone new and completely unexpected who has listened. And I attribute that to you guys um, getting out there and spreading the word, keeping it fresh in the timelines and being super supportive. Um, so thank you all so much. I really, really appreciate it. Um, this episode features Danielle Cataldi. Danielle was really busy in the middle of me trying to schedule her on this podcast. And um, she was house hunting and she's got a son and she has a job. And it took a few weeks to nail down a day to do this. Um, so this is actually the start of me leaving the house and doing a little bit of travel to get the next three interviews done. I actually did uh, two interviews this day. And I will tell you at the end of this episode who the second interview was with uh, as a little bit of a teaser. This is a hyper local episode of We Weren't Friends in High School. Danielle and I both grew up in Ambler, and I think I had a real interest in talking about the old days of the neighborhood just as much as the old school. And uh, yes, we do get into some conversation about the late, great Mr. Dreger, who um, I think pretty much everyone successfully called out on social media. Uh, so way to go, guys. You nailed it. And uh, look out for that conversation, squirrel. So I'll just to let you know we started. Hey, Danielle. Thanks for, hey, Brad. thanks for having me in your home. Thanks um, for coming. When I started this, I wasn't sure if like I was going to go to people's um, places and do interviews or if I was going to try and come get people to come to my place. And then Mike Clyburn was the first one to be like, oh, yeah, I'll come to your place. So then I was like, I got all these like I got mic arms and stuff in my place. And I have like a second a second room where you like set up stuff and mm -hmm. soundproofing and all that. And um, but prior to that, I bought a bunch of mic arms because I thought. I'm going to have to be ready to go. And I'm thinking, oh, what am I, what height am I going to use? What if they don't have a table? So the fact that. Well, I have the basics. So you have good. it. It's perfect. <laughs> and so the fact that I'm now able is the first time I'm actually able to use them for what I bought these for. Oh, good. Uh, so it makes me feel good that I'm getting a little bit more mobile. Good. <laughs> I gave the thumbs up. Yeah. You can't see that. Uh, it's the 5th of July or it's the 6th of July. Yesterday was mm -hmm. the 5th. So the Ambler fireworks were yesterday. Mm -hmm. You were out there? Yes. I marked my territory the night before. Went and put my big tarp out there. And so we, uh, yep, we it was, had fun. It was fun, right? Yeah, we did get rained on a little bit by the uh, fireworks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the, the debris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We look like uh, we were in an episode of Mary Poppins afterwards. Just <laughs> like, you know, sweeping chimneys. Because we had all the stuff on us. But yeah, it was, it was good. I had to wear my sunglasses. At some point, I was just getting stuff right in my eyes. And I, I did pop my umbrella for a minute. But then I thought that was unfair to the people behind, <laughs> behind me. You. <laughs> good. Um, do you go every year? Every year. I see, I've see. i seen you a few times out there. Mm -hmm. That's one of the good times. But you're actually one of the people that I think I see around just in places. When I first uh, kind of came back to the area, I started seeing you like in Bluebell and mm -hmm. different places in Ambler. I run into your mom from time to time at bars. Yep. Uh, obviously, your brother's extremely visible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you're a, a bit of a, an Ambler staple. The Cataldi name is a, uh -oh. a bit of a. It really is, right? There's <laughs> mm -hmm. like there's some people, and I don't know, maybe because we, um, I don't know if grew up together is a strong word, but we mm -hmm. at least grew up around each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, starting from like Madison Avenue. Good old Madison. I know. I was like, I feel like I have a special bond with people that. You know, from Madison Avenue because it was such a small, weird. Yeah, the K OG crew three. from Madison. Yeah, <laughs> who did you uh, who did you have in Madison for kindergarten? Kindergarten, I want to say Graybill. Graybill. Yeah, that name sticks out. I had Mrs. Jones. Miss Lawrence, I see actually yeah. at the Wawa in Springhouse, really all the time, Is but she... I don't say anything to her really. Why not? Um, I don't know. She definitely remembers you. Between oh, yeah. Between you and your brother, she definitely, she might even know who you are. Yeah. Well, she did the one time I said, I saw her at the the giant 
I was like, oh, hi, because I had Angela with me. And I was like, this was my teacher. And he was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was when he actually cared when he was younger. Now he's a teenager, mm -hmm. so he. It's all eye roll. Yeah, it's like, I don't care. Mom. Yeah. Um, what was it? You lived in this area in Ambler. Were you in this part of, of this side? Were you on the other side of Madison? What part of Ambler were you on? I always have like divisions of Ambler in my, in my head. Yeah, I was always like behind St. Anthony's. Oh, so, but I've okay. moved around, like I've been on park and, yeah. but I've never gone over to like Knights Park side. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Always on that side then. Mm -hmm. What's your, uh, seeing then you walked around for the Ambler Festival, walking around and seeing everything. I mean, our school now is no longer even a school. Yeah. Um, and seeing it kind of, it was, everything was kind of transformed into a festival and you see all the restaurants and, um, <laughs> you mentioned now your son is at one of these breweries. What is, you know, mm -hmm. when you see this transformation, you're still living in it. For me in the city, it's cool to see stuff happening, but it's not where I grew up. Yeah. What's it like for you to, to live here and see it transform? It's cool, but it's also like some, like Madison, I feel like a piece of us is gone because that's no longer Madison Avenue. I like the home knit, you know, smaller schools. Like North Penn has a thousand in graduating classes. Yeah, more Ours is nearly, you know, that. So I think the, the close knit area is good or the close knit type. Uh, vibe is good but yeah. it's good to bring business not good for me parking but <laughs> <laughs> but it's good for business and i'm happy to see you know tim and um and mac and them being su successful because that was like they've been at that for a while yeah. at tannery run yeah so, yeah that's all yeah the local businesses are it's really cool to see and people supporting them yeah and hiring my son <laughs> <laughs> when when we grew up, my mom and I were talking about this yesterday or someone, we're, like the businesses were so um, revolving, mm -hmm. especially on Butler Pike uh, when we were growing up. Mm -hmm. And there were a few staples, you know, the, the, uh, there was a seafood spot and there was, uh, there was oh the shoe gosh. store. Yeah, the seafood and, spot where Rita's was, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, where Rita's is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I feel like Taki worked there. And I uh, feel like he did. Yeah. And uh, Regan's Shoe Store and mm -hmm. Denny's Electric and Candida's Pizza. And uh, now when you look around, Denny's is the only one of those four that are left. Uh, yeah. Even the newsstand, you know, not by fault. but Dex, but they're Dex, off. They're off of Dex is still Butler. going, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then I look at like maybe a few mechanics and um, it really is, a, I guess this is what's happening everywhere. And people are being infused, gentrification, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird because Amber's always been such a um, racially mixed neighborhood mm -hmm. so it's weird to see gentrification in that way happen yeah there. i think it's still maintained it's mixed um yeah. i mean i think they've incorporated some more now but um especially seeing all the different stores like you have your indian food you have your italian mm -hmm. and you have um now they have sushi um, i was there a couple weeks ago it's I very good partaking in because i don't eat any type of fish or seafood but oh. but you know um but it's great to see all the new businesses but and candidas is gone and they put, I think it's like a Carib West Indian food yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it looks interesting. Um, I'll tell you, I, I walked by one day and I saw, I think it was like goat and peanut stew or soup or something. Oh, okay. And that was it for me. <laughs> you're out. You're out on the goat. I'm. I'm very, very picky. I'm a very picky eater, yeah. so I just keep it simple and. That was not on the simple menu, but it's okay. They have the uh, they have markets still here around in the area a little bit, and yeah. Do you like the co op? Um, yeah, I've only been there a couple times though. Yeah, even though it's close to me, I just rather go to yeah what I'm used to. You mentioned uh, that North Penn has like a thousand kids, whatever, in every class, and we had mm -hmm. three hundred or so, mm -hmm. which is something that makes this podcast a little bit more feasible for mm -hmm. me I think. oh my gosh yeah if you had to do a thousand geez it'd be a lot it'd be a lot mm -hmm. 300 some's going to be a lot mm -hmm. um but i think it also you know it kind of affects i feel like we everyone knows everybody mm -hmm. um i'm one thing though is i am starting to learn this that i don't know everybody and looking at the yearbook i go i don't know who that person is who the heck is this guy who's yeah. this guy who is that um but the majority we know um, and the majority we've known since we grew up. So I mentioned, you know, we've kind of known each other. But when mm -hmm. you were kind of coming up um, prior to um, high school, who did you hang out with? Was it location based? Was it? Um, I think so. Like I, we, you know, you kind of go through stages with friends. Um, I've known Melissa 
um, Shellhammer since we were in preschool. Wow. Um, Miss Jones Little School, I think it was. And um, whenever the fire whistle went off, she would cry. Sorry, Melissa. <laughs> but <laughs> so I just remember that uh, now they've moved it from over there to over here. But um, so it's very um, noisy. But so her, Heather Goodwin, Adrian Forbes. Yeah. When I was younger, we used to hang out. Um, but I haven't heard about her in years. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of like moved away. Like when when I got into high school, I did the tech school thing. So um, kind of switched groups. But I remember we would go on the tech bus, Nikki Burrell. I'm sure I'm leaving people out. I don't, no, it's okay. I don't remember. But I have really bad memory. But it's it's funny to see the stages of different people that like you hang out with and how you grow into different groups. Aziza Gaber. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was uh, – we had some fun times. Christina. McDowell. No, not too much her. Um, a little bit of her, but uh, another Christina. Chris, Chris Kitano. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I remember we had some fun times as well. So. Um, you said in and out of like different phases. So your mm -hmm. friends really did your friends change from those people you mentioned is kind of over the whole span. So they mm -hmm. kind of changed all throughout. What was that like for you then as a girl? So you're the first woman that I've talked to. Uh. I don't know what it's like to be a woman in high school. I know what it was yeah. like to be me. Oh, um, man, and that's not even comparable <laughs> to other people. But for you, you know, what was that like for for friendships? And Well, you know, I feel like no matter what your age you go through, um, you know, girls always have their little spats and, you know, they can be catty and whatever. But I feel like at the end of the day, like we're all adults now and we're all, you know, we all talk. But. Um, I do feel that back when we were in high school, the bullying and the, you know, the, the teasing and stuff wasn't as bad as it is now. Like I hear stories now and it's crazy. Yeah. But, um. Did you get it bad in high school? Were you, were you teased? I don't really think so. If I did, I deleted that <laughs> yeah, out yeah. of my brain. I don't really remember. I think everybody gets, you know, your, your, you know. Teasing here and there, but nothing to the point like where stuff is going down crazy. Yeah. Um, like nowadays. So if I did, it's deleted. You're so. over it. Yeah. You're all forgiven. <laughs> so that's good that you're able to. I think one of the things that I'm starting to learn a little bit is that I probably uh, had a very eye-opening conversation with Eric Coxon. And uh -oh. um, I think – and as I continue to reflect on that conversation, I think I found that I was – um, I took things so much more personal oh. and I don't know if I was holding on to things so much. Um, like I didn't, I didn't go into any of these things like angry or anything like that, mm -hmm. but I definitely remember things and I definitely thought that things felt more personal. Were you bullied? Than they did. I don't know if I was bullied. Mm -hmm. I think I invited, uh, I think I instigated and invited confrontation. Oh, okay. And when you do that, then you have to kind of play that out. And yeah, your, yeah. your options at that point are to um, live up to the confrontation that you Yeah, sink or swim. Or, yeah, or try to avoid it and then mm -hmm. accept the fallout from everyone else once you everyone wants yeah. you start it and then back away from it. I just um, think I tried to just, like, skate through yeah. and, you know, get through high school, do what I got to do, get my diploma and – go get out of yeah there. yeah and now that we're like we're adults i'm like you know i could go back to high school yeah <laughs> not that i would want to do all the learning and stuff it's just that the like social aspect adult no adulting <laughs> <laughs> adulting is like you know it's not oh just way better when you weigh the option yeah because that's why i tell my son now i'm like enjoy that you're in high school and you don't have to worry about you know paying bills and you know car notes and things like that so yeah we grew up together, and mm -hmm. I don't think um, we weren't friends. And I don't think we were, um, for instance, Stacy Lenz, uh, oh, likes, Stacey Lenz likes yeah. to describe me as her arch nemesis. Really? Yes. Um, so we weren't that, but I would say that we would be adversarial at mm -hmm. times. Um, why do you think? And you and I? Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, this is what Eric said. I don't remember that. I see, just remember like where? Young's Regency, like that picture I posted. What is it? Oh, like the picture I posted. Yeah. On Facebook, Regency? 
Isn't that the name of it? I don't know. Oh, Young, oh, young Skating Rink. Oh, Young Skating oh, Rink. Sorry, oh, sorry, Regency. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, Young Skating Rink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Young, young skating, skating Rink. rink. That yeah. was, whew. I think yeah. it was. See, You're I, only cool if you could skate backwards. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do that. I couldn't either. Did you do the hand-holding? I don't think I had anybody to hold hands with. Yeah, see me either. Womp, womp. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that when we were, um, and this is where maybe I just take it, and I think maybe this is, this is good for me because I think I'm learning stuff about myself. Mm-hmm. I think um, once you moved, once you moved past the age of like, you have to be friends with people in your grade school. Mm-hmm. I felt like so many people took different routes, and I think yeah. I maybe internalized that so much more personal. Of oh, why don't why aren't we friends anymore? Why don't we talk anymore? Why don't we do that anymore? Oh, you know what I mean? Instead of just life, yeah. Instead of just you know, just that just happened. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Because I don't remember us beefing. I don't remember us beefing, but I feel like we probably. I feel like I in I poked the bear, I I instigated stuff, or I would I, I would make smart that. comments, or I would never shut I would never shut up. I don't I don't remember that. Now that this doesn't mean great. it didn't happen. No, this is great because my memory, like I said, is awful. But um, I don't remember that. That's I think if so it good. were like super impactful, I would have remembered it. See, now that these are like weights off my shoulder that start to come off. Oh, where you're I go, good. Where I go. Yeah, these things weren't big deals. And that wasn't your persona so much. Oh, yeah. I also I also get that people thought that I was snobby. Really? And I guess because I have a uh, resting bitch face. <laughs> That I actually have a picture right there uh, my mom gave me, and uh, that was the beginning of uh, RBF right there. <laughs> That's so great. Um, so I think people took that as, like, I was standoffish or, mm. you know, like, I'm better than you. Yeah. So I don't know if that maybe came off, but, hmm. I mean, I'm nice. No, I think you're <laughs> – so it's the thing. When I reflect back on things like that, I go, I don't – I would have no idea why I would have a problem with Danielle mm-hmm. um, or anyone for that matter. But I could see myself if something, if my brain cycled into something that I heard or came across, I'll comment on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that was more of what I perceived my reputation to be at that time. But mm-hmm. I think whereas I probably did that to 25 different people, mm-hmm. I probably only did it to one per- to that one specific person one time to where they just go, I don't remember. It meant nothing to me. Yeah, I I feel like if it were something deep, I would have remembered it. Yeah, but no. no, I don't remember you know having any so type good. of conflict. That <laughs> makes me feel so good. Yeah, you are you are uh, forgiven for whatever you thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, what was your social life like in high school? What did you what like? What did you do after school? I remember we used to just like uh, it was like me, Melissa, um, Lisa Bevilacqua. She was. Um, I think she graduated the year same year as my brother, so ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's other people. Nikki Hare. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sure there's other people that I'm forgetting. We used to just walk around, go to Candidas, grab a slice, or you know whatever, just chill and do teenage things. Yeah. Walk. Uh, where is it? Un- under the the one creek that or whatever it is that run. I think it's Tannery Run actually that runs under, um, like behind Denny Electric. Oh, there's like we used to like hang out down there. And, yeah, you know, yeah. So have good times. <laughs> and yes, we would enjoy life. Um, but yeah, otherwise. That's cool. So yeah. that would be like that would be kind of your your vibes. Like some people were partiers, some people were video gamers. Uh yeah, I was not in the gaming scene. Um, I wouldn't say I was like a super partier, but we would just you know whatever, yeah. hang out in the park or whatever, and then because it was. Close to everyone, like where we lived. Yeah. The park was right in my backyard when I grew up. So we would just meet down there, hang out in the summer or in the winter. We would sled down the one hill. And um, is that called Ambler Park? Which Ambler park? Borough Park right behind. Um, it's between Tennis and Belmont. Mm, I think that's what I it's called. I don't know called. that one. We See, we had an Ambler Park, but that was in South Ambler. So I don't know. This is what I mean by like Ambler was, I felt so divided. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, um, I think it's called Ambler Borough Park, and it's okay. where they had the Easter egg hunt and everything. Okay. Yeah, so there was a big hill back there. I don't know what the name of that side road is, but, like, Mr. Tweedy used to live on the corner. Mm-hmm. And then um, you, go, you go down to the road, and it's it's a dead end. And you can – there was a huge hill back there, and we used to sled down that hill. Oh. Yeah. I'm jealous. We only had an asbestos hill. 
I'm sure that was <laughs> very uh, enjoyable. That was always the joke in South Ambler that we all, a lot of us had big feet. Uh, and so the joke would always be that we had like mutant feet because we were eating the snow in the asbestos hill. <laughs> what do they call it? Like a super site? Ambler's like a super site or something like that because I, of the, the I asbestos? Don't know. I don't know. I know they did something with it, some project or whatever. Like they buried it and underground and something like that. Who knows? Yeah. So you hung around the neighborhood, walked around, hung with mm-hmm. friends. Uh, did you work at all? Um, I did babysitting gigs. And then once I turned 14, I worked at Axe, um, the retirement home. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't know if it was before or after that that I worked at. I forget the name of the pizza place. It's like Il Giordano's now or something. But it was in Spring House. I think it was called Pete's something. It burned mm. down. But um, <laughs> not not by me. I was not doing anything wrong in there. But um, that was very brief. I wouldn't say it was the best place. But, um, yeah, so then I worked at Axe. And then I think I was like 14 and 15. And then I did a brief stint at Gennardi's. Supermarket run, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – I remember there was a manager or somebody up there. He had me, like, pull out, like, all where they have – when you go to check out, they have the uh, – like, the end caps there with all the, the gum and the candy and whatever. And he told me to pull all those out and sweep them. And I did that, and then he, he there was something that he didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. And then he called me stupid or an idiot or something. So, of course, being a young girl and a man, like an older man calling me that, and, you know, I – called my mom and I was like I need to leave and she went up there and she gave him a piece of her mind and she stuck up for me and I was like all right but yeah so that was the end of my Gennardi stay (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and I don't remember oh and then I went to um Flower Town Bakery oh okay Uh, I was there during uh tech school for I'm sure there was another job in there somewhere so did you go to tech school for bakery yeah, I went there for culinary and then um, focused on the the pastry art side. Oh, that's pretty cool. Did yeah. you like that? Did I you did. Ever... I just didn't pursue it as a career. I still do it on the side. I like bake and cook and all of that, but yeah. I never put it into a career. What was that like going to like going to tech school? The um, I feel like the reputation of tech school was always that's where the stupid kids go because they don't want to be in school for half the day. Um, oh. I think, well, I think there was a real bias yeah. in our era, in our era of everyone has to go to college. I know I felt a lot of pressure, not having a clue exactly how to go to college or what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if tech school was the thing that I wanted to do, but I, I do wish I had some sort of a trade or a skill. And I think nowadays, um, people are really waking the youth up to, Hey, go learn something. Cause that's evergreen. Right. Because even if you do go to college and pursue, you know, whatever type of degree you want to pursue, if you went to tech school and you have that trade behind you, you have a plan B if mm-hmm. you ever need to. Um, I'll tell you, you know, a success story, not because I'm biased because he's my brother, but my brother went to tech school. He went for carpentry and I mean, he just moved up in his union. I think he's delegate now. Um, if he listens to this, sorry, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So, um, he's very high up in his union and Mm. he's super successful and that's his trade. So, I mean, people can hate on it and think that it's, you know, for dumb people, but. And I'm not saying that it is. I I just think that was the reputation because when you leave school uh, for half the day and you're not doing, you know. If we have you know to do was? Was haters, yeah, <laughs> jealousy, yeah, absolutely, yeah, jealousy they're like they get to leave, and we're here with you know Mr. Dreger, mm-hmm. Mr. <laughs> Dreger, thank you. So Eric brought that name up when we were talking, and we couldn't think of his name. Oh yeah, we had him as a, like a full time sub for um, history class. For now, I don't ask me the guy, the actual teacher's name because I don't remember his. Yeah, but not, Mr. Not Dreger, man. We would have all those stories about him meeting George Washington and all of that. And he had the same outfit on every single day, same yeah. stains, everything. But he I was loved like it. a he was like a um and like a nineties sitcom teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, like he had the suspenders, the Coca-Cola lens glasses, yeah. the the stories of World War Two and World War One, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and the Last Supper, and the Last it was pretty, and that that hot button. He was a nice guy, but he had that hot button temper. And if you yeah. thought you were trying to play him for a sucker, he would get a little stern with you. I remember somebody said something to him, and it was just like that. It was like 
the flip of a switch and he was just like, we were like, oh, whoa, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Because we were just chilling. Like we didn't learn anything in that class because he didn't do anything. We learned about his life and stories and his wife and all of that. But um, as far as like the curriculum, uh, yeah, not so much. But um, yeah, it was, but somebody said something that, that he did not agree with, and it was just like, holy hell. But, yeah. Did you have a favorite uh, teacher or class? Mr. Johnston was very um, nice on the eyes that all <laughs> of the girls thought. So um, that was made math a little easier because that was not a great subject for me. Math and science were, like, awful for me all the mm-hmm. time. And at tech school, things were easier as far as, you know um, – the classes, I'm sure they still had to follow the same curriculum, but it was just, I feel like more lax. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we had to get our stuff in too. It's not for the dummies. <laughs> yeah. I th- yeah. I think um, your brother's a great example because, you know, again, me, me working at Wawa um, and him being a little bit older, I saw him in the mornings mm-hmm. um, on the weekends. You know, I'd be there at 7 a.m. and he'd be there at 7 a.m. getting his coffee, mm-hmm. headed out to work. Um, and then through Facebook and just seeing how he's continued to to grow in a career that mm-hmm. he's literally been in since he was like 16 years old. Yeah. The for me who, you know, I feel like I'm in a very volatile uh, industry that I, I try to partake in. But for someone to see someone stay in the same industry, same jobs for over a decade, man, I wish I could have some sort of security. like Yeah, that. it's admirable. Like I. I I think I thought one I wasn't a morning person. Still, I'm not a very good morning person. Mm. But um, so I don't know if that's why I like started to steer away from the baking. But I just didn't think that it had like the money that I was looking for. And then I wound up, you know, having a kid. So um, that took over my focus. And I'm how not old? gonna. He's uh, how old were you? I was 20 when I had him. So just a couple years out of graduation. Just a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're 24 now. And, uh, yes. Yeah. So. Um, he's coming up on his fifth birthday. Yes, indeed. Oh my God! If he were that young again, I'd be so. Oh. <laughs> He'd yeah. still be six foot two. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, but he's 16, and he's. Um, he's great. He's learning how to drive, so that's um, a learning experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like at our age, like or our generation, like we learned kind of young or maybe because like I was always around like ATVs and stuff. My Mm -hmm. dad had them and we had go-karts and all of that. So it just kind of came naturally to me. But I always joke around and say that I was driving since I was three, but that's a lie because I did drive through the garage when I was three years old. I went in and grabbed my mom's keys and I actually climbed the fence to go in and get the keys. Nice. Climbed the fence to get back down Ran over my brother's foot on the way down the driveway to the garage. Um, He was fine. Yeah, Um, got over it quick. Yeah. Uh, I think they were more concerned about the damage that I had just done. I was (laughs) fine. I didn't have like a scratch, a scrape, nothing, a broken bone. Fine. Yeah. Garage, yeah. I mean, it was totaled. But um, yeah, so I joke around and say, oh, I've been driving since I was three. But um, yeah, it's an experience trying to teach teach them how to drive. Yeah, and remain calm and not be like, I saw (laughs) I saw your video. I told you it was very reminiscent of Mm -hmm. my memories of my mom teaching me to drive. And I was a late bloomer. I I don't think I got my license until um, I think I got it the last day of 11th grade. Mm -hmm. Um, And my mom, during that whole learning period, and it didn't last long with her. She had to get me an instructor because she just couldn't do it. It was a... Driving around the parking lot, the braking, the bracing, mm-hmm. everything, everything she thinks is going to be me, you know, taking us through the trees yeah. and, and over the curb. And um, so it's funny, especially to see someone again that I grew up with. Yeah. Now going through that that cycle. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. And I do find myself looking for that brake pedal that's not there. My mom is like that to this day. Mm-hmm. She is a very bad back seat, front seat, side seat any seat driver so it's quite funny but you will have to do the drivers and the driver's training yeah you get discount on your insurance yeah but um i think with me like we just have to figure out our just our communication without me screaming screaming at him, at him yeah because that doesn't oh! matter, right? <laughs> we did that once i felt bad but 
What was that like being being like a young a young mother growing up, being twenty? Everyone's always doing different stuff, and and I think um, that that's kind of like the what my mom's era. My mom, I thought was was a late mom. Mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of the, the moms that we grew up with were in their twenties mm-hmm. when they had their, when they had kids our age. Um, so what was that like for you? I mean, I wouldn't say it was all, um, peachy all the time. He is like the best thing that's ever happened to me, but it, it was a struggle at times. You know, people look at you differently when you're younger and you have a kid and, um, you know, I would go in places. I remember I was shopping for his first birthday and we were at some paper goods supply in Glenside, uh, standard something. Mm -hmm. So we were over there and the guy's like, oh, it was me and my two cousins. Now they're younger than me. And I was holding Angelo, and he's like, so, you know, who's who's getting? I'm like, oh, it's mine. He's like, you're 16. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, I'm, you know, how old. So um, I do feel like, you know, people look down on you because you're a young mom. But now I'm like, Angelo, I'm, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, your mom's young. She's cool. Yeah. Like, because all of the kids in his grade, like, most of their parents are – you know, in their forties and some in their fifties and they're, they're older. So I'm like, you know, at least, and it's funny because some of the lingo that I use has met, like from when we were younger or whatever, mm. it's come back full circle. So really? they use it too. Cause I said something and he's like, I didn't even know you knew that word. Cause you know, parents aren't cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I was like, oh yeah, definitely. I, that's like from when I was younger and he's like, oh, didn't know that. So oh, it, awesome. it surprised him, but yeah, it's uh, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think? Um, well, obviously, then I guess. Do you feel like? Do you feel like you relate to him better, being that you're not of his generation, but you're still still pretty connected to his? You know, I have friends that are probably not much older, you mm-hmm. know, than him. Um, that I like to stay connected to because I like to. Do you feel like it, it prepares you more versus someone who might be a little bit older, a little bit more removed? Yeah, I do think it makes a difference because like say you're 60 years old and you know, your father, you're 60 years old and your kids 18. I feel like there's kind of like a disconnect, but when you're younger, you're you're more aware. Um the older parents, I feel like they're not as intuitive or maybe they don't really know the the real things that are going on behind the scenes. So, that's just my perspective. Yeah. Um there's probably some hip 60 year olds, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying. So for me, I think it, it does, um, have like, we have a closer bond because of it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that been like having a son going through, you know, having career, things like that, just like adult. I don't know anything about adulthood, Danielle. So <laughs> oh, clue me in. Well, let me tell you, you know, what is that? What is that? like as far as just you know it's um it can be difficult at times i think like everybody has a day like where they just need like a mental health day and they're like i'm staying home and staying in bed or just staying in you know to do whatever um and just relax and decompress or whatever but um fortunately i have been at a company since september of last year that is like perfect they're great company to work for they allow me to work from home at times, so that makes it, like, super easy. Just roll out of bed, flip open the laptop, and um, start your day. So um, it makes it more tolerable, yeah. I would say, than a job that you go to that you hate. Like, I've also had that as well. Yeah. And, I mean, I just would be like, you know what? I feel um, I feel cold coming on. I'm not going to go in today just because I couldn't stand the place. It was super bad um, working environment. And so I was like, yeah. It was it was toxic. So. What is life like now for you? Um, I think it's it's pretty chill. Like some people have told me that um, they didn't even know I still live in the area because I'm not really a drinker. So I, you're not normally going to catch me out at the bars mm-hmm. or um, I kind of just keep to myself. I have my little candle business that I've been doing. And uh, when I'm not working or not teaching my son how to drive, um, I just kind of keep to myself yeah what's uh you want to talk a little bit about the candles yeah i mean it's nothing big i just started um, it's big uh, (laughs) it's no yankee but um it's just a little 
thing that I started uh, when I was laid off and my mom was, she was having a big significant birthday and my brother and I threw a big party for her and I wanted to have favors to give out to people to say thank you for coming out. So she loves the beach. She's always down the shore. So I got her, uh, or I got a whole bunch of, um, I guess it was, I want to say it's like a five gallon tub of this gel wax and it's clear. So I did the bottom of the, the glass candle with um, sand mm -hmm. and then little um, shells. And then I did the gel wax. Obviously, I scented it. Um, and then put a little couple shells in the top, and those were the favors. And Nice. Yeah. So I, I actually didn't even know what I was doing back then. So <laughs> I was like, how did you, surprised it worked. How did you, then how did you do that? I saw the idea on YouTube, and I was like, I totally can do that. Mm -hmm. So I Googled the um, candle, so like wholesale um, suppliers in the area, and there's actually two which is um, a blessing and a curse at the same time because they're like half hour away. So I could go there and just shop till I drop. Yeah. So that's great. But it's like my bank account sometimes it's like, <laughs> can you not not do that? Yeah. But as you can see by all of my fragrance oils over there, I, I yeah, I shop a lot. But um, it's fun. It's kind of like a stress reliever for me. So I'll just make the candles and now I'm making um, the little wax melts that you put in the, the wax warmers. So I make those. I think behind you and then little uh, room sprays and car fresheners. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So where can people get these? Where do you, where do you release these to the public? It's super, super small. So I have a Facebook page that I may or may not maintain that great, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's called sensible wicks, but it's spelled the incorrect way. So it's sense S C E N T mm -hmm. and then S A B is in boy L E wicks. That's clever. So, yeah. I tried to be, you know, a little smart there. So you're a little bit of a, a small business owner yourself now. Yeah, I did that. I dabbled in DJing. Um, I still have the speakers. They're buried in the closet. <laughs> um, so I DJ my brother's Halloween party. He has a, he has a pretty big uh, Halloween cool. party every year, which you need to uh, share face at. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my calendar, I think, for this, this yeah. Halloween that this is just what I'm doing now. Because um, I would say that there's great music there. <laughs> That's my... But we're all around the same age because, you know, my brother graduated a couple years before us. Mm -hmm. So... His friends are like he. Some of his friends are you know people that graduated with us. So everybody's around the same age. And to be honest, I don't really listen to music in English. I listen to a lot of Spanish music. Yeah. So um, it's it could be I don't want to say a struggle for me to find new music like what's going on now because I don't even listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. So I'll see what you know new stuff is out and if I like it or not. But I don't like a lot of the new music. I think it's kind of. Uh, Trashy, but so <laughs> I wouldn't say trashy. I just think that it's like, meh. Um, Passable. Yeah, it's just meh. not memorable. Yeah, like yeah, what is right. this? Yeah, um, right. Especially the mumble rap. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. So, um, a lot of the stuff that I play is music from when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. Music from you know, like back then and throwbacks. What kind of stuff? And, what did you listen to? Oh, I don't know. I do have some Biggie. Yeah. In there, like stuff that like when when rap was nice, like yeah. when you could listen to the 90s lyrics hip -hop is yeah it's just like 80s 90s music um i mean i have a huge plethora of you, music but. did you listen to hip-hop like in high school what was that what you would get into like if you had to name a not if you had to but if you were to name mm -hmm. <laughs> like one or two artists is that yeah i listened i i think i was more towards like the hip-hop side and i mean slow jams that those are my like yeah my go -to. Okay, I slow love. jams I have crazy slow jams like um, I I have like Drew Hill, which is a, a kind of a joke, but it, whatever. Why? Um, yeah, people make fun of Cisco, whatever. Oh, or what, no. does he have a different name now? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. Uh, Drew Hill's Drew Hill's up there. They're like a top. I think they're like top five in the nineties. Yeah, Drew Hill, um, Jagged Edge, one twelve, one twelve. Yeah, yeah. See, I can I play have, this game. <laughs> yeah, I and like. If you throw them out, I'll remember them. But I have like such bad memory. Like I usually like I can look up the song, but yeah. I don't remember who sings it. Um, of course, uh, you have your um, some TLC in there, yeah. but just all the stuff that Monica. Like, yeah, Miss R. Kelly is kind of like controversial. <laughs> yeah, where do you where do you stand on that? Yeah, I, I do. You have a do you have a feeling on that? Um, I didn't. On his music, I didn't watch uh, the documentary that was out just because like I don't need to 
see stuff like that if it really is true. You don't need happened. it confirmed. <laughs> yeah, like if you did it, great. That's that's awful. Don't detail like, it out. Yeah, let's just show the world and what these girls were subjected to. Mm. So I guess the in, like in one way they want to get it out there, but you don't want these women to like relive these things either. But I don't think I have too too much of his because uh, he's always been kind of a sketchy character. Yeah, there's been rumors for a long time about yeah. him. Yeah. Um, Maybe not rumors, just facts about him for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, we're hashtag facts right now yeah, with that. Yeah, um, yeah. so I've kind of like stayed away from him, but uh, I have everything. And of course, all the Spanish music. I- yeah, can, can we talk about your Spanish, the Spanish influence? So, <laughs> so and I don't know pro- proper terminology, but your son is of Hispanic descent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was pretty surprised when I first, you know, you start seeing people on Facebook and you start reconnecting after years and years. And you're like, oh, okay, what's going on? It's like, wow, like she's speaking it. She's she's eating food. Like, <laughs> like you're you seem to be. I don't want to I don't want to overstate it, but you seem to be completely engulfed in the culture. Yeah, um, I I kind of always was. I did like Spanish music when I was in high school. But I wasn't, you know, I didn't really understand it. I took Japanese in, in middle school and high school. Yeah. So, I mean, I know five words of that now. <laughs> uh, but I do want to go back to Yaohan. Did you, do you remember going there? What is that? The It was like the um, Japanese market that's in North Jersey. It's almost in, in New York. No. We went for a school trip and my mom still has the bowl that I bought there, actually. Really? It's With Harpster Sensei? Mine. Um, Boku Nefich Sensei? Harpster Sensei? Middle school? Yep. Yeah, there was only one. There was there was only one. I don't remember her name. I remember the the um, Japanese, the older Japanese man that came in to like oh, I don't remember him. do whatever. And because we, we would when I would walk home, he would be like right there walking home with me and he used to have his cigarettes in his shirt pocket. Mm. Um but yeah, we went there on a field trip and we just got all kinds of like we were exposed to everything. The the culture, the Food, everything. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Love so it. my brother, he is like in love with sushi and um, his friend owns the Bluefin. So oh. um, I told him we should go there because, you know, he can get the stuff to make it at his house, which mm-hmm. he probably won't do. But I do remember that, our little sushi making lesson. But um, girl, back to uh, where we were going. No, that's what this is. It's great. So, yeah, I have like, I'm like all over the place. So, um I was always I always liked the Spanish uh, music and culture, and then uh, I started uh, getting involved with uh, a guy who was Hispanic, and then I was just like, I love this, so mm. I just went headfirst in. into everything and like the music. And I will be honest, I kind of wanted to learn to make sure that he wasn't talking bad about me to his family. Smart. <laughs> I was like, oh, what are we saying about me? So. Um, I learned by watching the Spanish soap operas in, in with um, the English caption was mm-hmm. on the bottom. Novellas? Is that what yep. they – yeah. And that's how I learned. Really? So – and then, of course, being around it, you know, people speaking it, that you, it kind of sticks. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend now. She's uh, she's Mexican and, and she just – we just go back and forth. And she speaks English, but her first language is Mexican or Mexican. There we go. There it is. Um, her first <laughs> language is Spanish. So she's good for me to practice with and just keep involved. And, you know, because they say if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. So which is probably true with my Japanese. Because I can count one to ten. But I, I could do that. I know some mm-hmm. alphabet. I could say good morning, good afternoon. Yeah. Good night. It's, it's very small. I can say happy birthday from time to time. I don't even remember that. Yeah. How do you say happy birthday? Um, On the spot. Oh, God. Now I can't. <laughs> now I can't. I'm thinking of the wrong things. I'm thinking of um, like Ogenki Deska, which isn't that. That not that like thank you or I'm I'm good? Or? Yeah, it's like I'm happy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Or are you happy? Something uh, like Ogen- that. Uh, yeah. And then it's non something because non is number. Oh, Harps a Bokanevit sensei is going to kill me. Oh, uh, you, are you still in contact with her? We're Facebook friends, yeah. Get yeah, out. Yeah. Are you Facebook friends with any teachers? It's such a weird I am from tech school. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, weird day. Mr. Isn't DeLong. It? But I will say back to Mr. Johnston. Mm-hmm. He's back teaching at Wissahickon. Really? Yeah. Because when my son, I guess when he graduated 
from or moved on from eighth grade to ninth grade. They had the whole thing, ceremony or whatever at the high school. And I looked over and I was like, say it isn't so. And I saw them and I'm like, oh, my God. I took, I think I took a picture and posted it to Facebook and was like, does anybody remember this guy? Because all the girls were obsessed over him. And Mr. Landis was upset because. Took his, took his uh, shine. Yeah, because he was like, thought he was, you know. The, the man on campus. Yeah. And then it was like Mr. Johnson came in. Now, I'm trying to think of Mr. Johnson. Did he ride a motorcycle? Did he get in a motorcycle accident and smash his face? I'm going to say no, no on that one. Only because he doesn't look like it. Either that or he had like a great plastic surgeon. I feel like maybe Mr. Landis had a motorcycle accident. He could have. You know, he's still DJing. Really? I still see when I drop my son off at school. His soundscapes or whatever it mm-hmm. is that he does. He's um, dances, right? Yeah, they were so great. <laughs> did you go? Do you go to dances? I think I went to. I went to a semi formal with a blind date. No bueno. Uh, See, I speak a little. No para nada. No, I'm, I'm um, lost. Me. <laughs> so <laughs> it was. Uh, it was an experience. Um, and then I did not go to prom. Me either. And. I think I did like maybe some other dances. I do remember the dance up at Camp Canadensis. Do you remember that place? Yeah, in the Poconos? Yeah. Yeah, um, sixth grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I don't know if they still do that. I don't know. Because I, I don't recall my son going and he's yeah, been you would with Hicken. Yeah. So, because I told him that, I was like, that place was cool. Yeah, that was a great time. Um, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of memories about, about that trip. Good or bad? Good. Random. Yeah. Random. Like uh, Melissa Shellhammer's dad was our counselor, I think, with Justin Hammond's dad. That, you know what, that makes sense because I feel like that's his territory, mm-hmm. like he would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that makes sense to and, me. And uh, I really, I I thoroughly remember enjoying him. Mm-hmm. Like he was a really fun guy. He's a hoot. Yeah, really, really, really fun guy. He's got no filter either. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah he's, he's pretty funny. Yeah. Her mom was awesome too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, see. That's what I mean about like, and I knew him as Melissa's dad. So like, you know, I mean, growing up with people, yeah, like that, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I remember you from when you were five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I can, if I can, I go back because this is mm-hmm. super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm biracial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike's kids are biracial. Mm-hmm. Eric Coxon is biracial. Mm-hmm. So if I can just continue the biracial conversation, you're sure. a mother of a biracial child. Yeah. What is that? What's that like? Um, you know, I think it's awesome just because, I mean, first of all, mixed kids are cuter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, no hate, no hate. I mean, you know, but um, I just think it's good to... I don't want to say mix and match, but why not have, you know, a mix of everybody out there? Like not have a hundred percent of something. I don't know. I'm just weird like that. I feel like I don't, I could care less if you were purple or orange or whatever. Orange. Well, there's one orange person I don't care for, but (laughs) that's good. (laughs) He's got a, he's got a a high role, but, um, I, I could care less. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're a good human, I don't know. Was it? Um, I mean, you talked about the struggles of, of, a being a young mother, but being mm-hmm. the mother of a, of a biracial kid, was that, is that, is that hard or? Um, I don't, I don't think so because I mean, I do get sometimes where people are like, why not? Why, why are you so engulfed in, in the Hispanic culture? You're white. What are you doing? Because I like it. Mm-hmm. And it makes like, it's cool. It, for me, I enjoy it. I'm not going to get on somebody because they want to make, you know crochet a blanket mm-hmm. you know don't get on me because i want to make some rice and beans yeah. so it you know it's not like me trying to be a fake person this is me take it or leave it um and i just try and teach my son that too like don't you know don't hate on somebody because of how they look their you know skin color their religion their you know whatever their background if they're a good human they're good for me so yeah, that's awesome. I know that's probably a rarity anymore because, you know, there's a lot of hate going on in this world. But I feel like there's still, you know, good people out there, too. I think we should just keep integrating people back and forth, you know, so then nobody can ever say that they're 100 percent like purebred. Like, no, 
Yeah. Shut it. Yeah. Like you can't say anything now. And that way that can kind of like get put to rest and put to bed. Like, yeah. In a way that is know. a lot of America, you know, yeah. so many different races and, and generations of ancestry coming yeah. together in different times of the world. And yeah, I feel like that's one thing that we should just eliminate. Like the, we have so many other problems that are going on in the world right now. Like how about like the, the whole, all right, let's talk about this squirrel. How many um, deaths we've had for, I feel like it's unusually high for our class. Um, I mean, but I'm not out there, you know, like counting everybody else's, but I just feel like we had a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how many were drug related, but um, I feel like that's uh, a higher priority Mm -hmm. than the color of someone's skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we should just eliminate that as as a whole um, and then move on to the more important things. Like, let's get this like epidemic that's going on out of control. It's all over. It, it's bad. I saw that they're doing um, intervention. They mm-hmm. did an intervention for the Kensington. Um, yeah. And my brother did some work down there recently. And he's like, all you see is just people hunched over, you know, shooting up right on the street and. He's like going to the bathroom right on the street. Like I could never. First of all, I'm a germaphobe. So (laughs) no. It's not your spot. No. And it's just I I, like I I don't like drugs. I don't like things like that. Like I know too many people that have died or that have, you know, I've had family that's died from that. So I just feel like that's something that we need to put effort into, you know, besides like, you know, but I guess people could say, oh, because you're white, you don't know. And that's true. I don't know. Like, I don't experience that. Like, I don't have somebody look at me and judge me. I don't think, I mean, I don't think drugs, uh, you mean don't know about race or don't know about about race? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Drugs I don't know about. But yeah, yeah, as far as the race thing, I see that's the squirrel again. I'm jumping back. (laughs) No, I I mean, um, and and that's why I was so interested from your your perspective because, you know, I, I don't know that anyone doesn't, I don't know if it's right to ever say someone doesn't have, um, you know, a say in the matter, Mm -hmm. but I think, um, I think the family that you have definitely gives you mm-hmm. some sort of a say in the matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think your perspective on it is is extremely relevant mm-hmm. um, as you're raising a young man. Yeah. And I mean, my He's, family has a lot of, um, you know, mixed races in there, too. So mm-hmm. it, it's not just me. I think between all of us cousins on my mom's side, I don't think there's one pure white baby out there. Yeah. <laughs> So, and, you know, and that goes both ways, good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't I think that, um, you know, my parents had certain point of views mm-hmm. on on race. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, I think my dad's point of view a lot of times was off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that can influence, you know, just as much as my mom having a positive mm-hmm. um, outlook on race or mm-hmm. positive you know, comments on race. Um, and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's all very relevant. Mm hmm. Well, good. Yeah. I feel, I feel heard. <laughs> I feel like, see, I feel like I shrinked you a little. You shrinked yeah, me. Yeah, there we go. This is good. I can't afford to shrink anymore. I'm only five <laughs> one. <laughs> but um, yeah, this was fun. It was. It was great. I yeah. thought I was going to be like clammed up and and no. not say anything. So it was cool. No, was, I knew. I listen. If there's one thing I can do, it's talk. And so mm-hmm. we'll, you know, oh yeah, we'll I get into a conversation at some point. Now we'll be tuning in for the um, bilingual version. No, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've got to, you're going to have to do my parts also in Spanish for me though. (laughs) That would be funny. Um, Is there anything that you wanted to talk about or you wanted to discuss that I didn't ask you? Um, no, I kind of didn't know like what to expect coming into this, but I figured you would just, you know, lead the ship (laughs) and I would just follow. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think there's really anything that stuck out that I wanted to discuss. So okay. I think we touched on like everything with it was a my, well-rounded conversation. my, you know, bouncing all over the place. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the last thing I'm going to ask you to do Uh-oh. is to sign my yearbook. Oh, oh my God. That's so funny. I just found um, my middle school yearbook. I got that one too. I didn't bring it, but I do have that one. Yeah. That's one good thing. It's like my mom saved everything. So um, yeah. And so I never signed your yearbook. We were beacon. So when when I first started doing this, um, I didn't think anyone saw my yearbook because in my head, I can't imagine feeling 
Um, I don't remember feeling necessarily comfortable enough to ask, you know, what I consider almost acquaintances mm -hmm. to write their memories of us in my book. Yeah, it's a little awkward. Um, yeah. And but then when sitting here, I think with Eric Coxon, mm -hmm. uh, I then realized. Oh, look at all that. A lot of people signed my book and I felt so stupid. Yeah. And are you sure my signature's not in there? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Um, look, even someone put a phone number. I don't. You should check that out. <laughs> Just hit him up. Hey, new phone. Who dis? That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but I thought it'd be fun to uh, to put this in everyone's face one more time. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy to have to go through that. Like, I can't let imagine. Me, let me read your quote here. No, oh, I, I won't read it out loud. I'll just I'll read it to myself. Probably wanna... like something weird. I'm probably like, yeah, I did it. I'm out of this place. No, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty true to me. Benign and, um, and non-discriminatory or or marking or. Where am I? Oh, right there. I look the same. You do look the same. <laughs> you really do. Um. Let's see. You give a nice little shout out to the fam there. Little quote. Yeah. C D C L. Now, to figure out who these initials are. So, yeah, you know what? That is so true. And I feel like it's the quote there is is true for like our year, our, our Do you question. Read it? Like we were just talking about. Oh my God. Do you want to read the Look, quote? I've gotten so emotional at my age. <laughs> no, you can read it here. Okay. So, the, uh, the entry reads um, Good luck, class of 2001. Live life to the fullest because you never know when your last day will come. It's pretty, pretty deep. It's pretty deep. Yeah. And I feel like it hit true for, for our peeps. It did. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. I can't remember with Eric, if we talked about it, but I know with Mike, um, it's something that we definitely talked about. It's something mm -hmm. that when I talked to other people from school, um, we definitely always talk about, you know, the amount of people that we've lost. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, I feel like it's abnormally staggering, especially for such a small class. Yeah. 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 But I didn't want to end it on such a sad note. No. So the fireworks were awesome. <laughs> fireworks it was a great awesome. show. Um, can I, yeah. Can I tell you, and this is a nice little roundabout um, mm -hmm. shout out to someone else. But one of my favorite things about the fireworks every single year is hearing Martin Brown do the introductions. Yeah. it. I never see who is doing it, but I know that he was he's like. You know, is in charge of that, mm -hmm. and it's Joey's Brown, Joey Brown's, Joey Brown's dad, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, I love Martin Speaking Brown. Of Joey Brown. I haven't seen him in forever. I haven't seen him forever. I got to find him. Where do these people go? I don't know, but I got these are people that I have to find. Yeah, there's there's a few people. If you got a line on Safir, I would love it. I don't. Oh, Safir Bakti Bakti. Yeah. Oh man, so I got to find him. I got to find Adrian Forbes. So I know her parents live. Uh, well, offline. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. That's There's a, a lot of people that, you know, when you hear the name, you're like, oh, my God, remember them. That's the fun thing about this is that it's sparking a lot of nostalgia, which I love. Um, but it's also given me an opportunity to kind of um, break out of some of my comfort zones. And yeah. maybe even do a little weird travel. I do have um, something. Ding, yeah. ding. Reunions. Have you attended any? I haven't. Neither have, have I. Have you? No. Not at all. Um. I feel like you can go to a bar in Ambler and you have a slight reunion. Uh -huh. um, you can go to, I like to call it Dirty One, um, but Bar 31. Uh -huh. There's uh, quite a reunion presence there. Um, I, I don't attend that bar just because it's, I don't smoke. I don't, don't smell like smoke. I don't really drink either. Yeah. Um, I do hear that Mike Ganges throws quite a cards against humanity um oh, really shindig over there okay. so um that goes down okay. i do have that as well we plan on doing that okay um are I, you are you looking for a reunion like a successful reunion or are you saying that um we can just bypass and go to the bars well uh i don't know that that's like the best place because yeah. you know some people don't know how to um know their limit and then you just make an ass out of yourself but um it's fun it can be until you got to like, you know, clean up after people or like, you know, babysit. Yeah. Uh, or maybe just because I'm sober, I feel like I have to do that. Mm -hmm. But um, so, yeah. So do you want that for, for a class? Uh, 
I know I mean, this, that there this, was a couple that this might be like the best opportunity for everyone in our class to be listening. If you um, make the call right now and say we all need to get serious about a reunion, they'll all hear it right now. Do I want to see those people though? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think eventually we should. Maybe now they want to see you. Yeah, right. Hey. Um, I think that we should have one, like a good one. How? I mean, I don't even know. What's a good one to you? What's a good high school reunion? Um. Well, I'd say like 20 or 30 year reunion would be a good one like to where everybody but you want to have a good turnout like you don't want to um and i don't want to be in charge of this <laughs> disclaimer um i don't want to be in charge of this but just like that's i know that's a lot of work like hunting down people and inviting them and i know that there was something about like a a cruise the the cruise thing or the, the ship yeah. Yeah, yeah um and then that kind of just like yeah fell. i don't remember what happened out of that it just kind of like disappeared yeah um but i feel like we we are due for one but the attend will the We've attendance be well i gotta tell you uh i don't you know we'll see how this goes i feel like i i'm not organizing this thing but i feel I like i think i hear uh no no a, what i'm saying is that I, to... no i just hope that i'm in a in a good enough position <laughs> that if this happens i at least know how to contact people or, or yeah. reach out to people i like so to you're volunteering to like spearhead the um reunion um that's when it, yeah Okay. I'll bring the microphones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think if I would like to believe that I can bring everyone a little bit closer mm -hmm. and bring up the spirit of, of reunion yeah. through this, through this pod, that would be my, you know what I mean? For yeah. everyone to be a little bit more connected, less mm -hmm. superficially, more, you know, yeah. reality and excited to see each other. I think that I'm having a lot of fun reconnecting with yeah. people. You know? it, so it, I, think I think it's good. Like it's very nostalgic. It's a good walk down memory lane. And it's a different mm -hmm. look than I ever mm -hmm. had on something like this. Yeah. Um, I think it's good because the, the other ones that they did, I think they did like a five year and a 10 year or 15 or something. But at that point, people are like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm doing my life. Like I saw you how many years ago? We don't need to do this mm -hmm. right now. So that's why I feel like a 20 or a 30 is a better or 20, 25, 30. I don't know how they run. Um, I think 2030s. Um, I think that would be a good one just because you've spent enough time away from high school. Everybody is like most likely established in, you know, their their life with families, job, career, whatever. So it would be a good one to go back and, you know, kind of do that walk down memory lane. Yeah, it's been that's long enough. And, yeah. And now I know that they don't hate me. <laughs> See, there you go. If you take anything away from it, you know that you're not hated. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for helping me come to that realization. You are certainly welcome. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That's it. All right. We did it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. All right. All right. That was my interview with Danielle Cataldi. Um, Madison Avenue Elementary was a very small school um, that existed just for the town of Ambler. Uh, and that's where I went to school uh, for the first bunch of years. It only went from kindergarten to third grade. And after that, uh, we all got moved to Shady Grove for fourth and fifth grade before moving on to middle school. So it was really fun to bring up those memories of such a unique little building uh, in our little borough there. Ambler has a very special place in my heart, obviously, uh, being that it's my hometown. But it's just got so much character and it's changed a lot over the last 30 years. So to be able to kind of document some of that stuff was a whole lot of fun, um, especially for someone that is still living there and uh, gets to see it live and in person every single day. I really enjoyed our conversation about tech school. A lot of my friends went to tech school, and until Danielle mentioned it, I hadn't really thought about how things had changed so much professionally and how many economic bubbles had burst throughout our adulthood since we've graduated. Um, and there were many times that I wish I was confident enough uh, in my life to you know, change my own brakes or fix my own air conditioning. And so um, that conversation about uh, applying a trade, I think, is extremely relevant nowadays and something that I think um, most people have a very different perspective. But growing up, yeah, that's just how it was. I think um, a lot of us were just closed minded. And if you were leaving school halfway through the day, it's because you didn't want to learn anything. We never thought that there could be something more valuable than um, learning quadratic equations. And nowadays, I don't use any math in my everyday life. But Damn it, I wish I could save 100 bucks and not have to pay for an oil change.
check out Danielle's candle business. Support local businesses, you guys. Um, I'm a big proponent of that. Candles, wax mounts, room sprays, car fresheners, Sensible Wicks on Facebook. S-C-E-N-T-S-A-B-L-E, Wicks. I am going to miss Danielle and Derek's Halloween party um, because I'm headed on an impromptu road trip. And so, Danielle, start the clock at one year. I will be at next year's party. I promise. In two weeks, my guest will be Alea Bradshaw. Immediately after interviewing Danielle, I headed over to Alea's house. Um, this interview is funny because when I initially booked Alea, I had very clear memories of arguing and name-calling, as I'd known Alea for a really long time, and we were two very strong-headed kids growing up. But the more this interview goes on, the more I completely softened my stance, and I really felt like my beef with Alea was like that of like a sister and a brother that argues all the time. This episode is going to go very deep on many issues, including mental health and dealing with trauma at a very young age. Um, I know this was a conversation that meant a lot to Alea. It meant a lot to me. And so I hope you all come back in two weeks on a Monday morning to hear episode 104. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We weren't friends in high school. If you're looking for it on Spotify, make sure you use the apostrophe in the word weren't. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, everything that you use to get podcasts. We should be there. You can find us on Instagram. We weren't friends in high school. No apostrophe. You can find us on Twitter, WWF in high school. And of course, my social media is Red Shirt Playa. And lastly, I recorded this interview with Danielle back in July, but um, full disclosure, it is October. And a couple of weeks ago, we lost a graduate of Wizzahickon High School, Dwan Holmes. And I'm bringing it up on this episode because I didn't know much about Dwan um, outside of Facebook, where he was actually one of my favorite people to talk about hip hop with. Um, but after my interview with Danielle and the mics were off, we kept talking about her current day life. And she mentioned Dwan really quite a few times um, with glowing reverence. And I know his passing affected her deeply. And after seeing the outpouring on Facebook, um, I realized Danielle wasn't alone, and Dwan was truly loved by many people throughout Wissahickon and Ambler especially. So I'd like to just send my condolences out to everyone that was affected by the loss of Dwan and leave a couple moments of silence here at the end in his memory.